And yet, I believe there's a story with something like that headline out there. So I don't know why I assumed I hadn't done it, or maybe they snuck in the headline after I wrote whatever <laughs> I wrote. I have no idea. Um, but I definitely was saying, I can't do this. This doesn't well, the I don't headline think this is Strauss. True. They choke because they're <laughs> mentally weak. <laughs> <laughs> like they, I like when the, their headline is just like, fuck it. I'm just going to put his name, colon, and whatever I want it to be. Oh, oh, I didn't have any standing either. I didn't have much of a Nobody connection to anybody. It's Bleacher Report. You guys are all paid yeah. like 17 oh, cents. Oh, but we were the- kind of these cool grad schooly bloggers. You know, they, they looked at us as a stepping stone to the eventual Howard Becks of the world to get mm. these uh, highfalutin Rob Mahoney and myself. And it was part of them getting away from their sullied reputation. But what I began to notice, what I began to notice is that I only got treated well when I acted poorly. That's what I started to notice because there's a little bit of, Hard to get. There's a little bit of negging happening where if I, oh, please, sir, whatever. Yeah, it felt like that. It was like, whatever you need. Like, what do you, what do you need? I'll do it. And then they were, because I noticed they were really mean to a colleague who was just very apologetic with them. And Mm. they seemed to be on the precipice of firing her. And so I went almost like George Costanza saying, I'm just going to do the opposite of whatever I would normally do. (laughs) <laughs> right, so she was not there at that point she was not there at that point but I did the because I'm a bit of a people pleaser I want to make the bosses happy but I started to notice and I locked in and it was the strangest feeling to me I acted like a dick I acted exactly the way I, whenever I read about Keith Oberman behind the scenes <laughs> I just committed to that role and the more I did that the more I did that the more the bosses would come to me and go, "Hey, like we we lo- like what do you want, man? Like you do you want your boss fired? Like we we can make that happen. Jesus. You know, we can make they they came to me. He's still working there. They came to me and they asked they asked me if I wanted my boss gone. In exchange I'd have to lock in for a long period of time. Um, you know, in exchange for that, but that was all in response to Damn. me acting like a total diva and it was revealing. It didn't feel good. And I just left. Royce Webb said, Hey, we can have you write some articles for ESPN. I can try to work you in and eventually upsell them on hiring you. And, you know, Henry Abbott helped with that too. Um, And I just jumped at that opportunity. But for a while, I wasn't like failing upward, but I was pricking my way up, up the ladder of Bleacher Report. That's the irony because the deal that Bleacher offered you was the same deal that ESPN offered Adrian Wojnarowski at some point. So, hey, <laughs> we'll lock you in long term, but we'll get, we'll get rid of Ethan Strauss for you. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, yeah, and here's some other names too. <laughs> or so we think. I was never in the room, I mean. People ask me. I don't know why. I mean, it's a little weird. It's a little weird to fire the guy covering the hey. Golden State.